0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: That song just hit different I don't, I don't know what it is about it i don't know if it's the beat the lyrics what it is But that song just hits different i really like that 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 song just hit different that that bass in there and everything just hit different but y'all already know what it is it's your boy royal aka tall dark and handsome aka that dude with a better podcast than your boyfriend because your boyfriend's podcast is really just not popping out here it's crazy but we on episode 10 We are halfway through season one, and your boy's on a solo mission today. No guests, in the room by himself, just chilling. Got the lights off, blue lights on. It's a vibe in here. You feel me? It's like four o'clock in the morning. Your boy hopped up out of bed and was like, you know what? I'm about to just hop on this podcast, get this solo podcast out there, get my first solo podcast out there, and just feel the vibes, you feel me? So, because we ain't got no guests today, it's just going to be your boy talking. I feel like in a lot of my podcasts, I don't really talk a lot. I do talk, but I don't talk a lot. So, you all about to get like, I don't know, maybe like 45 minutes to an hour, your boy. Just on these topics that I got. You know what I'm saying? So, sit back and relax. and Just listen. You feel me? It's It's going to be a nice one. It's going to be. I feel like I'm on a radio station right now. <laughs> Anyways. We're gonna hit some topics that you know fall from last year, continuing into this year. As we all know, last year was a little crazy, especially for like the Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter movement. That that's a tongue twister right there, trying to say that fast. But you know, with all the protesting happening last year, a lot of it kicked off with the whole George Flight George Floyd, um, you know, death. Um, of course, everybody's seen that video especially me for the first time seeing that video when I hopped on Twitter and I saw it, I feel like a lot of people were saying the same thing when they first saw that video. They were like, damn, not another one. Not again. Why are we watching this? I ain't gonna lie to you guys. It took me about, I wanna say, damn near a whole day to watch that whole video. To watch a grown man cry for his mother and tell somebody that they can't breathe and for them to not have no reaction just to continue on to what they were doing is a scary 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 moment i'm not even lying because for me thinking about it that could easily be me that could easily be one of my friends that could easily be my brother that could easily be anybody that i know that could easily be somebody's worst day that could easily be easily be somebody else that you know out there that could be one of you guys you know one of your friends telling somebody that they can't breathe and them having no remorse and continue on to try to to try to you know incapacitate you and kill you but with that being said i'm truly happy with the way that his trial is going right now with that police officer's trial is going right now The testimony that people are giving right now if if somebody doesn't feel that and think to themselves like damn this dude really did just murdered this dude in front of people not only did he murder a human being in front of other human beings with no emotion he murdered a human being in front of a 17 year old a nine-year-old kids that's going to scar them for life. Now, when people hear about the black community not trusting police officers, this is the reason why they don't, treat, they don't trust police officers. As a kid, they see something like that and they think, when I'm in trouble, I should call them when they just did something like that. Scar for life. When you see somebody get killed in front of you and you hear people around you begging them to get off of somebody take your knee off their neck and and you just stand there and you look at people like oh I'm not doing nothing wrong and a kid sees this that's gonna scar them for life that would scar me for life that watching the videos after videos after videos after videos after videos of innocent black people getting killed It's sad to say that you become numb to it, but at the same time, you're afraid of it. Nobody will ever walk in our shoes unless you walk in our shoes. And what I mean by that is you'll never walk in our shoes unless you're black. And I don't mean to turn this into a race thing, but it's true. Because nobody will ever walk in my shoes knowing how it feels to walk into a grocery store or to walk into a Walmart or wherever it is and have people watch you. And think that you're stealing when this whole thing happened with the coronavirus and we had to start wearing masks i felt uncomfortable going into stores with a mask on not because of i I didn't want to wear a mask and i didn't feel like it was important or nothing like that i didn't feel comfortable wearing a mask inside of a store because i'm black because i already get judged enough i felt even more uncomfortable wearing a mask so they couldn't see my face. Which is, I feel like it's a really crazy thing to say, but I had so much anxiety going inside of other stores other than the store that I work in, wearing a mask because of that simple reason. I've already been followed around in stores by loss prevention and stuff like that. To now have to wear a mask and go inside of a store and be shopping Knowing that I've already had these experiences before is a little it, it was a little weird for me. I literally didn't want to go shopping for the longest time. I was ordering offline. That's that's how bad my anxiety got. But like I said, people will never understand walking on our shoes until they actually have to walk in our shoes, until they actually feel that pain that we feel when we see videos after videos after videos. Of black innocent people women men children getting killed in the streets and then not only for them to get killed but then from not to them for them not to get justice and when I say we're not getting justice think about the times that we were looking back you got Rodney King police officers got away with that they beat a man on tape beating man on tape. I'm talking about man was on the ground bellying like a fish out of water getting beat and those cops got walked away with that then we turn around we got Trayvon Martin this was not a police officer but this was a kid that got killed dude walked away Walked away clean. You got Brianna Taylor shot in her own home. Killed. Innocent. Doing everything right that the law asked her to do. Doing everything right. Was shot and killed inside of her home. Did those police officers get a you know, get any 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 uh punishment for that? The worst punishment they got was firing a, a a gun with rounds going into other buildings. Not on a murder case because they they cold-murdered a woman inside of her own home. Police officers walked away with that. What did they get? Probably re-signed? They probably got another district or whatever the case may be. The fact that we don't see justice for the reasons that we see black people getting killed these days is beyond me. It's crazy. We're in 2021. We're still acting like it's the 1960s. When I talk to my grandma and she tells me about times when she grew up and how... Oh, look at me. Not even turning off the sound on my phone. That's bad. Um, But I talk to my grandma and she tells me about how she grew up, how she had to to really... Pay attention to how her surroundings were as a kid because of what it was at the time as she growing up. It's crazy to think that like those same interest instances are still happening today in 2021. You know, it, it's it's one of those things that's scary to think that yes, history repeats itself, but this history that's repeating itself should be done with it. it we shouldn't even be talking about this anymore me as a 27 year old man should not be talking about this when things like this would happen before i was born my generation should not be talking about witnessing young black men and women and children getting killed in these streets with no justice and being looked at as less of a human because every time we don't get justice that's justice system looking at our skin color and saying that they're less than a human. We don't need to go ahead and, and give them justice. Their family don't need justice. We'll pay them off. You're going to pay me off because you murdered my family member? you going to pay me off because you killed my brother and my sister? Come on. No amount of money is going to take back what you did or bring back my family member it's not gonna take away the pain in my heart every day having to wake up in the morning realizing that I can't see this person or I can't talk to this person I can't hug this person no amount of money is gonna do that no amount of people being around me loving me and trying to console me is gonna bring that person back or take away that pain so you think pain me is gonna take away that pain but to hop back into this trial to, to round this all out. I'm really glad I the way that this trial is going because of the fact that the people that have been testifying as of lately, I believe we're in we're going on three day three right now. Have all been really hard hitting testimonies. You got the girl that video recorded the whole thing. The the first video that went pretty viral of the cop with his knee on, on uh George Floyd's neck. And then you had her sister. Her I believe at the time was eight years old, seven years old, something like that. She testified. And then you got a Miss Martial artist that actually called the cops on the cops. And he was saying the same thing. He was saying that I just witnessed on the on the tape that you hear back in the court you hear him on tape saying, I just witnessed a cop kill somebody. Obviously, as a trained Mitch, 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 geez, I can't even say that word, Mitch, martial artist, he's telling you that he just witnessed a murder. He knows what this cop just applied to this human being that's already handcuffed on the floor. He said, no, no, no. I know what he just did right there. That man's not alive anymore, and then you have an off duty e m t that was trying to help. She was trying to say, "Hey, let me check his pulse hey let me let me see if he's still breathing. Hey, let me see if he's alive still let me let me do what I can to try to you know resuscitate him." She said that she was unable to do that because of cops because the cops. Would not let her. Or would not allow her. A person that is trained to save lives. The cops told her to back away. So you mean to tell me that there was a man on scene. Or a woman on scene. That potentially could have saved George Floyd's life. And these cops told her to get away. To move away. A trained EMT. Which I'm guaranteeing that she had her licensing on her. At the time. So she probably showed the cops. She said, hey, listen, I am an EMT, showed them her licensing, and they still told her to get away. So there was a chance for them to save this man's life still after slowly watching this man's life slip away, him begging for his mom, telling him that he can't breathe. They still had an opportunity, a second chance not to do what they did. And they still did. they stopped a woman from saving that man's life. That's how I feel. Which is the most crazy part about that. So with these testimonies so far of these witnesses to George Floyd's murder, I feel like this trial is is heading in the right direction. And I truly, truly, truly hope that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, that we finally get the first steps to justice when things like this happen. Because I don't want to see another cop walk away after murdering somebody. I don't want to see it anymore. There needs to be justice. There needs to be a punishment. There needs to be a, a, a awakening for cops that know that, like, hey, listen, if you really mess up, We can't save you. You being a cop is not going to save you. Because there's too many times that we see that just because they have a badge, they get saved. They don't have the same repercussions that us as civilians have. I want you to take a second to think about it. If you, as a civilian, had somebody restrained and they died... You're getting charged with murder. There's not gonna be no second degree manslaughter or nothing like that or nothing that's gonna lessen the penalty for you. Understand that the law is going to come at you at every angle that they possibly could come at you. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, purple, polka dotted. You, you don't have that law enforcement in front of your name. It's a wrap. And I honestly feel like if we can get this, if the the court systems do the right thing, we'll be looking at the first steps of moving forward and getting justice when things like this happen. Now, when I say things like this happen, I hope that there's not another incident like this, but the fact of the matter is we live in a world where it's gonna happen. It's sad to say, but it's gonna happen. We're gonna see another George Floyd. We're gonna see another Breonna Taylor. We're gonna see another uh, Ahmad Riyadh. Re- Ar- Aubrey. Aubrey? Yeah, Ahmad Aubrey. I think that's how you say his name. We're gonna see another one of those. We're gonna continue to see videos of black people walking down the street, Hispanic people walking down the street, whatever the skin color you are. Walking down the street, not doing anything, and getting harassed by police officers. And what's that famous line that they all like to hit us with? "You fit the description of somebody we're looking for," knowing damn well they ain't looking for nobody. It's crazy to think about it, you know. And, and just, to, just to to take something back to because the other day. I want to say, like, maybe, like, not even another day, maybe, like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I saw a video of when the whole winter storm was happening at, down in Texas. There was a kid walking home from work. He gets pulled over by the police officers. Now, he knows he didn't do nothing wrong. He don't have to stop. He continues to keep on walking. The police officer is walking next to him. She's asking questions. He's like, I don't have to answer these questions. He's like, I'm walking home. I'm good. At first, she's like, oh, well, we just want to see if you're okay. We want to see, you know, if you need a ride home. He said, no, I'm good. He said that about seven or eight times. He said, I'm good. I don't need anything. It then goes from we want to see if you're okay to you fit the description of somebody we're looking for. Now you're under arrest. How do you go from I want to help you to now you fit the description of somebody we're looking for? How does that work? that's crazy to me. I don't I don't understand it nor do I want to understand it. And I have friends that are police officers. And I, I and I never want to look at them like I can't trust them. I'll never want to look at them like, "Oh, you could potentially be the one that takes my life or takes one of my friends' lives." I don't. I don't want to look at them like that. I don't really want to look at law enforcement like that, period. Because for the longest time, I wanted to be a law enforcement officer. But then when I started seeing things like this growing up, it turned me away from it so much, so fast, that I I, I didn't even think twice about not becoming a law enforcement officer. And then I, ha- you know, I hear people saying, "Well, you know, we got to get more black people to be, you know, law enforcement, so they could, you know, they can." serve and protect their community no matter how much black influence you put into the, the law enforcement scene it's not going to change what's going on because the simple fact is when you get into a, a, a organization like that, it's not about your skin color and protecting and serving your skin color. It's a job. And they start drilling that into your head that this is your job. When you come across this type of incident or this type of situation, it's not about your skin color. It's not about their skin color. It's your job. If you're a threat, kill them. It's your job. So black influence inside the police, uh, you know, the organization, the police organization, it's not going to stop what's going on. It may slow it down, but it's not going to stop it. And and that's what I think. Pe- a lot of people need to come to realization of that things like this is not going to stop because you put black people in these positions to serve and protect their community. They're not going to be the problem. They're not going to be the ones that are taking another black man's life, like like we've seen on tape with you know with George Floyd. They're not going to be the ones doing that. It's going to be their colleagues. It's going to be their people that, that's around them that do that. Now, one thing more about you know this whole George Floyd uh, trial that's going on right now. I don't feel like it should just be this one cop that is getting charged with this. I feel like every single one of those cops that was there all need to be charged with the same thing. And here's the reason why I say this, because if as a civilian, we say I was driving a car or you were driving a car, your mans go into the side of the store, they decide, you know what, we're going to rob this store and they end up killing somebody and you're the giveaway driver or you drive away from that scene, all y'all getting charged with murder. And it's not like those those that's gonna drop they've got many of people like this person sitting in the car never pulled the trigger never went inside the store didn't didn't even know what was going on still getting charged with murder so why is it that these police officers were on the scene of a murder not even like it was an accidental murder a murder this man kneeled on this dude's neck uh, it, he's not even a man. This piece of shit kneeled on this man's neck for nine minutes. And, and we're not charging everybody around him with murder. Those other police officers that could have easily said, all right, dude, he's down, get off. We're not charging him with murder. That's crazy because as a civilian, we would all get charged with murder if that was the, that was the case. We would all have been going in court, getting testified against for murder. That's that's a that's a crazy thing to think about. That we're not looking at it like that, and the court systems are not looking at it like that. But as a civilian, we would be even looked at like that. Our friends around us if we did that we would all be in charge with murder i don't i don't, it, it's a hard thing to say that we should ju- we should trust our justice system and it's another hard thing to think about that this justice system is not really looking at everybody equally whether you have a badge or you don't have a badge Everybody needs to be looked at equally. When they, when you have to step in front of a judge or a jury, it doesn't matter what your title is in life, who you are, whether you're the president, a congressperson, a police officer, a pastor, a judge, a lawyer, a school teacher, everybody should be judged the same. And the fact of the matter is that we live in a society where If you got law enforcement in front of your name, we not looking at you like that. We not judging you like that. That's all I got to say about that. We spent like 20 minutes on a whole topic, but it's something that like as a young black man, you don't realize that as a young kid, but as you get older and you start to learn these things and you start to understand these things, it truly hurts to think that this could potentially be you. And I really have that fear in my life that I potentially think that one of these instances could be me. I'm telling you right now, there's I got friends, you know, they out here wilding. They out here doing crazy. I'm like, nah, but I'm cool. I'm chilling. I don't even want to put myself in that situation because of the fact that, like, it could go extra wrong if I'm there didn't think about that as a kid but as a grown adult i definitely think about that every time i hop in my car and i'm like damn i gotta go somewhere i could potentially get pulled over right now and it could go totally left it is a scary thing to think about when you have to set your phone up to send a mass text message to your friends and family if you get pulled over it's crazy. And I want people to think about that. Like, you have to think that nobody else is doing this. But as a black person in this society nowadays, to have to say that, hey, I had to set my phone up where my phone sends a text message out to my fans or my friends, my family, giving my location, giving them the password to my phone, making sure that there's a video recorder of what's going on because potentially me getting pulled over by this police officer could be the last time that they hear from me and i need them to know what's going on is a very scary thing it's very scary it's 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 i feel like you know not to compare this to anything like that but i feel like you know what i'm saying like we're living in a society where we got we got police officers that are working on, on a on some, you know, some secret society type stuff and they can just snap and end you like that. And it's not even a question. But that's just what we're living in right now, you know? That's just what what's going on right now. And until we start seeing more and more police officers that decide to make this a um, don't don't decide to make these decisions, but also if they do decide to make these decisions that they end up having to deal with the consequences. Oh, then we're going to be solid because if we start getting justice for this, we're going to be solid. They're going to think twice. They're going to be like, damn, I can't make this decision. I can't. I cannot go out and purposely murder somebody and think that I'm going to get away with it that i'm gonna get a slap on the wrist and i'll just get reassigned to another police station and we'll call it a day as soon as we get that it's as soon as everything is going to get better for not just blacks not mexicans asians everybody in between is when we're going to start seeing a change start slapping those cups on start putting some years behind those actions and we're going to start seeing some changes but we also had to stay as a as a community not just black people or or hispanics or whatever the case may be everybody we had to keep letting our voices be heard we had to keep protesting we can't just protest when something happens and then afterwards you know a few weeks later we calm down no 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 keep that voice heard keep keep that action going because when they realize that we're not going to shut up we're not just going to go away. Oh, they're going to have to start putting some actions behind that because they're going to they're going to get tired eventually of businesses getting burned, towns getting torn apart, police officers having to you know deal with the issues and stuff like that. The more police officers you put out there, and you, you think that they're going to be in riot gear and all this stuff, is more chances for them to get hurt as well as us. You're putting people in front of people that they already hate. At a point. Especially because they just seen something like George Floyd happen. So you're putting more cops in front of people that are already mad at cops? That's like me putting me in front of my worst enemy and thinking that something's not going to happen. I'm just saying, people. I'm just saying. But we're going to hop into this next topic. And and this next topic don't even get no better than the first topic that we just talked about. Because... Just before I hopped onto this podcast, I was watching a Snapchat story and they were talking about a man in New York kicking an elderly Asian woman to the ground and then stomping her out. And people watch this, not only just watched it, but you see in the video, the dude comes to the door, closes the door and watches his old woman get stomped out by a man. I am 6'4". This man is bigger than me, heavier than me. This lady was about 5'5", maybe 95 pounds. And a grown man watched another grown man, I'm sorry, a piece of shit, watched another piece of shit stump out a little old lady. Why is it that we could continue to watch videos like this or we continue to keep seeing videos like this people stumping out asian people hate crimes going up against asian people or asian descent people what just because something started somewhere doesn't mean that everybody is involved in that it's the same thing where i i feel like when people have the nerve to say that like well most of all black people act the same no we don't you're categorizing a certain race to something that happened and it makes it no better that our ex piece of shit president kept calling this virus the kung fu virus the china people virus or whatever the case may be now you got people that are pissed because they've been locked in the house because of a coronavirus they haven't been able to work or whatever the case may be now they see an asian person walking down the street and they're like damn it's your guys's fault that we're in this situation how shitty is that? That we got people in this world that really think that everybody that they see that is Asian of Asian descent is the reason why we're, we've been locked down for a whole year. It's the reason why that we had a mass flu. Imagine if we would have the Spanish flu right now. If we would have the Spanish flu, we would have gone in lockdown. Say it wasn't even a coronavirus. Say we had the Spanish flu right now and we had to go to lockdown, we had to wear masks, we had to do everything that we've been doing for a whole year, right now. And we would have had that president that we had before, and he would have been saying, oh, well, this is, this is a Mexican virus, this is, this is, a, this is a, the, the Hispanic flu, you know? Now you're telling me that we're gonna have hate crimes against Hispanic people? We're gonna have people walking around, beating up, kicking people in the face? stomping people out killing people because we think that every mexican is the is the reason why this whole flu is going around this virus is going around we really got people out here stomping asian people out because they think that every asian person is the reason why we've been in lockdown that is sick and sad to think that people actually think that they actually have that mentality like Every time I see a Chinese person or a Chinese people. I'm automatically, I got anger in my mind, hate in my heart. I'm about to go beat this person up. What? We got to be better, people. We got to be better. That's sad. I can't even, I can't even fathom thinking about that. we, I'm, I'm really seeing these things. That I'm actually... Living in a world where people are getting beat up just because of their their skin color or their their ethnicity It's sad It's really sad And when I say I I can't believe it. I mean it's it's hard to believe you know, it's been going on for so long But we're we're seeing it because of of something that happened overseas and, and decided to travel over here and now we're dealing with the consequences of the people that we elected not taking responsibility and, and, and taking things serious. Now everybody's suffering, but we're blaming it on an ethnic group. When we come out this on the other side, and we look back on this, and our kids look back on this, our actions during this pandemic... Either you're gonna have one or two reactions. You're gonna be like, either I'm very proud of what I did during this 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 quarantine. I I did my part and made sure that like everybody was taken care of around me. Or you have another reaction, and you're gonna be very sad of what that reaction is. And that reaction is gonna be that you didn't do it your part. You didn't you didn't care about others. You didn't mask up. You were out here partying. You were out here living life like it was normal while everybody else is you know trying to make sure we could get through this you was like nah i'm good i'm gonna go spring break i'm gonna go into stores with no mask on i'm gonna argue with people because i feel like my my rights are getting taken away because i had to put a mask on when i walked into a store or business you're gonna be on one side or of, of the other of history when it comes to our kids down the line, and they're learning about this whole pandemic. Not even our kids, but our great-grandkids or their kids. When this is put into the history books, you're going to be on one or the other side. And hopefully, you can look at yourself and say, I was on the right side. Because this whole hate crime against... Asian people because we believe that Asian people are the reason why the coronavirus is around, why we've had to deal with this for so long. is going to be a very, very, very bad situation for everybody. You're not doing nothing but destroying yourself. You're making yourself look bad. If you think by, by going to punch a little old lady or old man and killing them by accident, Not even by accident, because if you put your hands on them, by all means, whatever happened, happened. And you deserve every consequence that comes with it. But because of your action, somebody's lost a family member because you thought that, oh, I'm going to get my anger out because I've been locked down. Or I may have lost my job because of this whole pandemic. And it's because of them. You're very sick. And if you have that thought process in your head, go check yourself into a mental hospital because you need help. And I honestly can't believe that there's people out here that are actually doing this. We got celebrities that are of Asian descent that we've been watching on TV and movies for years. And we love them. And they're sickened by the actions that you guys are out here making. They're watching their people get beat up for something they had nothing to do with. I really just like the people that are doing this, I really wish that they could feel the pain of what they did to somebody with their own experience. having to wake up in the morning hearing that their grandma got beat up because they were walking down the street and hey you know somebody thought you know what Today's the day I'm going to punch some old lady in the face. Not saying that I wish that upon somebody. But the fact of the matter that they did that. And they don't feel no remorse or anything like that. And they can continue on on their day. Just walk down the street like nothing just happened. In some way, you know, I know a lot of people think that. like, They're like, damn, I wish like that, that person could feel the same pain that they just put a family through. Or they're about to put a family through. They're about to put a, put a human being through. It's crazy to think that, you know, things like this are happening, and it's it's all because you 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 sit back and you think like, damn, like there really is some sick people in this world. There really is some people that that don't care about humanity. They're so self-centered in their own world that everything revolves around them that they're willing to do something like that. It's its, it's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. All right. Well, I got like one more topic. So this podcast ain't going to be that long. It's probably going to be like 45 minutes or whatever the case may be. I feel like all these topics were bad today. They really were. They were sad. I may have to put something else. We don't have to tell a story or something. <laughs> but this last one is uh, Quavo and Sweetie. For those of y'all that don't know what's going on, there's a video that popped up of Quavo tossing Sweetie in the elevator. Now, I don't know the context behind why he did it, nor do I care. For any man to put his hands on a female is an automatic no-go for me. It's an automatic no-go for me. I can't, I'm not going to deal with it. I don't stand by it. Nor will I, I will even condone it. I don't care if you're my friend. If you are my friend and I find out you put your hands on a female, it is an automatic zero. You can consider us no longer friends. Don't even associate with me. And watching that video really made me sick. Just like that Ray Rice video a a few years ago. That video made me sick. I was raised in a house full of women. My sister, my mother. I'm sorry. My sister. My grandma. My great grandma. I've had aunts that helped raise me. I've had so many strong women in my life that helped raise me. And I look at females out here getting beat up by dudes and I'm thinking to myself, like how can any man put his hands on another female? To me, I, I, I would think about it like this, like if that man's willing to put his hands on on somebody else's daughter or somebody else's mother, is he willing to do that to his own mother? How do you how do you as a how do you as a person, as a as a so-called man, put your hands on a female? I don't even care if she put her hands on you first. How do you put your hands on a female? I really wish that we still had that show Bully on MTV. Cause every time I see this, I really be like, damn, I wish we could just set up a whole camera crew, get a cage, get a professional MMA fighter. And I don't even want a man MMA fighter. I want a woman MMA fighter. Put this dude in the cage with them and let this woman MMA fighter go to town on them. And shit makes me sick every time I see a man put his hands on a female. And I'm going to go back again. I watched a video. There was this girl, and she posted a video that was on. Uh, I was on the the For You page on, uh, what was it, Instagram. Or not even For You page, you know, famous page, whatever you want to call it. It was on Instagram. It was a video of a group of guys beating up on one girl. Her homegirls were trying to save her. They were out here stomping this girl out. Grown men. This girl looked like she was like all of like 80 pounds. Stomping this girl out. Like, this girl was a grown man. Stomping her out. I I, I don't understand it. What goes to a, a piece of shit? Because I'm not going to call him a man. A piece of shit's mine. To put your hands on a fucking female. I'm telling you, this shit makes me sick to think about because if i was ever in that situation where a female hit me okay cool you hit me boom learn how to control your fucking emotions my guy and walk away why are you putting your hands on what is what is putting your hands on that female gonna do if you feel good after putting your hands on that female thinking like hey she hit me so i hit her back Yeah, yeah i got that you are literally the scum of this world and I can't understand how after time after time after time I see females getting hit, beat up by some guy, and then really like like really being like, hey, I but I love this man or I, I trust this man. How do you trust somebody that's willing to put their hands on you? Not only that, but he could I accidentally hit you the wrong way. You fall, it's over. It's a done deal. You're a rap. But you trust this man how how do you trust somebody that's willing to, that doesn't care about your life obviously he doesn't care about your life because he could if he could put your hands on you he don't care about you he don't trust you he, he, he does not care about your life nor does he nor does he even want to once is if a man hits you once is once too many times in my opinion that is one too many times. You're not going to hit no female thinking that, like, boom, this is this is just how it is. You know what I'm saying? In no world or society should we be hearing about stories about women having to, to go through anything like this. I'm tired of seeing it. I know people around me are tired of seeing it. I grew up seeing stuff like this. I've heard stories about this stuff happening within my family as well. It's sick and it's sad. Because any man that's willing to put his hands on a female, I will never look at them with respect or anything like that. Don't even think I will respect you. Don't shake my hand. Don't look at me. Don't Man, don't even breathe around me. The fact of the matter that you're willing to put your hands on a female is just sick. It's disgusting. And then when you see videos like this, it's just like seeing videos of, of, of like I was talking about earlier on Twitter of, of you know asian people getting hit or black people getting killed we're seeing these things on video and it's just sick and it's too many times it's too many times i do realize that at the beginning of this podcast i put a a song on here by two people that were claimed to one claimed to shot a girl another one you know had had been claimed to, to to hit a female as well do i condone their actions no i don't condone their actions If those actions are true and they were proven and and that's what they did, I know I do not condone what they did. Nor do I condone what any man will ever do or will ever say why they put their hands on a female. It's sick. It's very sick. And there's too many women in this world that have lost their lives to men putting their hands on them. I could tell you I, I could I could take you guys back to a, a time the first one of the first times I've ever encountered a man putting his hands on a female. I was at my homie's house and they were renting a room out to these couple. not this couple, they had uh I wanna say baby was newborn and then they had like a little bit of an older daughter. She was around like our age at the time, so she had to be like I wanna say like maybe ten, eleven. I remember Multiple nights of being at the homie's house, we're chilling, and all of a sudden, we just hear this woman begging for her life. Mind you, at the time, I'm maybe six foot, not even 100 pounds. I was a scrawny kid. To know that I I had nothing that I could do to help this woman, and I had to hear her go through that. automatically traumatized me. And talking about it right now is the first time, and I wanna say almost 15, 20 years. Uh, it's been, it hasn't been 20 years, but it's been like 15 years that I've ever talked about this, this situation. I went home that night. I didn't tell anybody. I went home that night and I sat in my room. I didn't go to sleep. I remember I didn't go to sleep. I didn't even have my TV on. I was just sitting in my room thinking to myself, like, damn. How could how could a man that says he loves somebody, that has kids with somebody put his hands on her? And he wasn't just putting his hands on it. This girl was begging for her life. That's how bad this dude was beating her. It was really sad. Very sad. Thinking about that, and not even thinking about that, but then you got you got the young daughter that can comprehend this seeing her mom go through this and now thinking to herself like if this situation ever happens to her in the future she's gonna she's not gonna think like oh like this is this is not normal she grew up with this so she's gonna think that this stuff is normal and that's not all right you're this girl's father and you're teaching her that hey if a guy starts beating on you hey it's okay are you kidding me That's crazy to me. I know a lot of my podcasts have been like, you know, us joking around and things like that. But these are things that I stand by. I will never condone any man. Sorry, piece of shit. Putting their hands on a female. Ever. And if I ever were in the situation that I... It's not gonna happen, but if I put my hands on a female, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even respect myself. I've been raised by too many women in my life, seen too many women in my life get beat by men. To a point where I will never, ever, ever, ever respect anybody that did that. Tell you there's times there's been times in my life where I've I've literally contemplating whether or not it was all you know it was an option for me to go you know i'm saying go in somebody real quick especially if they put their hands on my sister whether or not it was all right for me to go out and just you know what this dude don't deserve to live anymore he put his hands on my family member a friend not learning how to check your emotions and not do something like that is why I'm sitting here today and able to you know be a free man. But has those thoughts come across my mind when I find out that somebody's put their hands on my sister or a friend or a family member or whatever the case may be? Yes, those thoughts have come across my mind. And as a man, if you don't have that thought process of somebody that you know or somebody that's around you getting beat by a man, if that process hasn't gone through your head that you're about to end this dude's life what are you doing because that should be the first thought process that goes through your mind i'm about to go play hands on this dude i understand that that's not the right way to go about things but that's a that should be your first thought your second thought should be "Hey, listen, i maybe should go in this situation make sure she's good and get her the hell out of that situation yes but like i said there's been too many instances and there's been too many times where Men have been putting their hands on females, and it's sickening. It's very sickening. I do feel like Ray Rice should have lost his career over what he did. I don't get doing what he did. I do realize that a lot of people are like, well, he deserves a second chance. No. He deserved to end his career right then and there. The moment he put his hands on his wife or whatever she was to his fiance or whatever she was at the time, he deserved every punishment he got. And I really hope that, like, you know what I'm saying, this whole situation with Sweetie and Quavo, I don't care. I feel like he deserves punishment. And I've seen, I seen comments under the video on Twitter talking about, well, he didn't really put his hands on her. He kind of just grabbed his bag and tossed her. I don't care. That woman was injured. She was hurt. You can see it in the video. She's limping out of the, the damn elevator. She can't even, she barely walk she's on the ground for the whole entire video you can't hear no audio but i'm pretty sure she was crying and he's just standing there like oh it is what it is not never i'm telling you right now not never i i don't i don't understand how anybody could ever wrap their mind around doing something like that to a female and I really hope that females start smartening up and not dealing with shit like this. I really do. I really, I really hope that females start start taking a stand for themselves. Just because you love somebody, don't mean that they're good for you. You need to start making a stand for yourself and 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 putting that fight, putting these fear in these men that they can't just put their hands on you and get away with things like that. Put the fear in God in these men, I'm sorry, put the fear in the God into these pieces of shits. And never let them treat you disrespectfully. And that's all I got to say about that. I'm going to end this podcast off with my quote of the day, seeing as I got no guests today. So it's, it's going to be my quote of the day. My quote is, if you give up on yourself today, can you believe in yourself tomorrow? And what I mean by that is every time that you start something, if you give up on it, 10, 15 years down the line, are you going to be able to believe in yourself to start something and finish it? Whatever you do in life, give it 100%. Go at it. Do what you got to do. And don't give up on it. Fight for everything that you want in life and watch good things come to you. Now, with that being said, this has been another What Was You Saying podcast. It's your boy Royal. You already know where you can find my socials. Main Instagram is Royal underscore XI. Podcast page is What Was You Saying with underscores under every, behind, I'm sorry, behind every word other than saying. Twitter is AA Royal Guy One. Your boy's back on TikTok. It's in the link in the bio on Instagram. I'll put it in the link. Not even the link, but I'll put it in the description down below. And y'all have a blessed day. Y'all just really stay blessed out here. We got too many bad things going on. We got too much sad stories happening. We just need to start having some blessed days. Everybody just needs to start having some blessed days. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. Peace.